At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer. This is my lovely wife, Nicole. And we... I don't know if you can tell we're wearing the same shirts that we wore in a previous video. That's because we were running long talking about Lil Nas X. So if you haven't seen that video, go check it out. I'll have it linked up here in the description somewhere. Just go check that video out. It was good, but we probably could have talked for an hour on Lil Nas X. So go check that out and let us know what you guys think about those topics. But we got another topic for you today from the news that we want to talk about. And then if we have some time left, um, got some more, I guess, I guess, biblical things we might dive into. So we'll see how much time mm-hmm. we have left here. But do you want to say anything before we get started? I just appreciate you guys listening and watching and just appreciate any comments. And please like and subscribe. Yes, please like and subscribe. And then consider in your kindness going to Patreon or PayPal. Consider supporting this ministry. Um, it would definitely help us to know that we're on the right track and we're giving you guys the content that you want to hear and see. So we would definitely appreciate that. All right. So this story I took from, I got it from the blaze.com, but it comes from the national review, which is not just like some rag news outlet. Um, it's a pretty respectable news outlet. And I'll just, I don't know, I don't have actually have the headline, but I'll just read the first sentence of it that I, that I pulled from the article. It says, California's Board of Education voted unanimously to approve a new multi-million dollar ethnic studies model curriculum, which will be offered statewide with many of the state's largest school districts making it a requirement for graduation. And then it goes on to say, according to the National Review, the curriculum is probably the most radical, polemical, probably didn't say that right, and ideologically loaded educational document ever offered up for public consideration in the free world. Um, Do you have any thoughts right off the top that you want to talk about? Just thinking how it's like, I really wonder what all the parents think of this. This is like the importance of private school to me. Like, I don't know how many parents are really like, yeah, let's do that. Cause that has everything to do with how successful my child is as an adult. 
Yeah, and it's crazy too. Like I didn't pull a lot of the actual quotes. I'll link the articles down in the description if you want to go check it out. And I also will link the uh, the actual California Board of Education website so you can go and read through this document yourself if you want. I pulled some information from the document that I thought was interesting, but um, the National Review article goes on to talk about things that they teach in here. Like they go into the Native American, like Mayan, um, Aztec. Aztec gods, and not just like, <laughs> hey, let's talk about the gods, but like they teach them in this curriculum, like how to dance and worship to these gods and like pray to them for courage, for like social justice and um, <laughs> like crazy things. And But they make the, the Christians like the enemy. Yeah, I mean, naturally, the Mayan gods are way more kinder than, <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ, even though in the National Review and them, they talk about this, or maybe you might have to look up the gods yourself, but like, the Mayans and the Aztecs were very big into like human sacrifice, um, cannibalism, child sacrifice. So mm. this the reason this article stuck out to me so much is we had just were talking about this little Nas X um, Satan shoe thing and how Satanism is starting to get pushed a little more mainstream than it used to be. And then here comes this thing where, okay, we have Satanism on one side. Now let's start getting pagan gods brought back into normal society, um, if you want to call California normal society. Yeah, <laughs> normal, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of mentioned it a little bit there about the importance of like private school. We homeschool our kids. And again, that's another reason why this article jumped out to me. You know, We'll have a question though. Because the homeschool program that's online, like it's public school, will this have to be in the online public school as well? I would imagine. I mean, it kind of sounds like not every school in the country is adopting it just yet. So you may have an opportunity. At some, but I just wonder how many kids or, you know, Christians that do go to these schools are going to stand up against it like i pray i pray they do. come on have faith california god Christians. has people in oh, california yeah, they're, too uh, they're back there's some good churches strong. there stop it sure john macarthur <laughs> will stand up against it i have no doubt but yeah i mean maybe they should i'm sure he'll be a um, big voice against it there but yeah so i mean this is obviously something and you know, you might say now, I don't live in California, so what do I care what the kids in California get taught? But this is going to become national. Like, the same people that run California are the people that run our country now. They're, they're at the highest levels of our government. So you think that this is just going to stay in California, you're wrong. And it's going to come to a school near you. And California is like the testing state for all evil ideas to see how well it's accepted. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's not going to be long before this is coming to your neighborhood, to your kids' schools. Um, and I pulled this little section down here. So of course they have ethnic studies. So they have black lives matter and social justice as a section. That's the one section I jumped to when I went to the website and was reading about it. 
Um, and I pulled this little section. So they have, you know, sample questions and sample work on this document. You can go and read for yourself. And it says, um, partly through the Black Lives Matter thing, it says, after completing the reading and discussion, provide an overview of the movement for black lives for students, detailing key shootings, defining and framing terms, um, highlighting the narratives of black women and the LGBTQIA, identifying people that have been impacted by police brutality and providing various examples of the tactics of resistance used by activists and organizers within the movement. So on the, on the face of that, you're like, okay, so provide them some of the background behind Black Lives Matter. You're like, oh, okay, I, I mean, I'm not super comfortable with that, but it's an institution of learning. Sure, learn about it. Mm-hmm. And then they ask some stuff like describe the issues surrounding the details um, what are the arguments? Present all sides. That sounds pretty fair. Um, investigate the underlying context. Um, and they go through some stuff, and it all sounds like reasonable questions. Hey, get the kids thinking about all the different sides of this. You're like, oh, that sounds, I guess, reasonable. And then you scroll down just a little bit further, and it says, as a second component of this lesson, each student is tasked with responding to the last question required for their project. What can you do to help support those impacted by police brutality? So it's like asking these questions like, hey, Black Lives Matter, police shootings, look at all sides. And then it gets to the end. It's like, okay, so police brutality is a thing. Now write about that. And like, to me, I just read that, like how they're going to twist it to mm-hmm. like, hey, no, no it, it's actually a thing. Like police brutality, if you're black, if you're Hispanic, if you're a minority, cops are singling you out and, um, And plus, it's California. Like, (laughs) we know they're not going to be, like, fair and balanced and see all sides. They're crazy leftists. So, um, yeah, this is, to me, very startling. Did it say what what grade, what grade level this is being taught? It's just for K through 12 schools. So I don't know what level of, you know, it's probably tailored by, I mean, I don't know what grade they start ethnic. Probably in California, they it's started in kindergarten. It's crazy that it's required for graduation. Like, if you fail it, you don't graduate. Yeah, like. so you have to be a Black Lives Matter. And that's, they're building activists mm-hmm. is what they're doing. You know, they've done this in the universities for years, you know, and this is where a lot of this Black Lives Matter stuff comes from. Like, all this racial tension and this communist and socialist nonsense that's getting pushed it's not real. It's just drummed up and thought of in college, you know, professors and these academics that just sit around and think all day. And now they're starting to push this down to our high schoolers. Um, so get ready for your kid to come home and tell you how you're stupid and you just don't understand the plight of the black person in America or the importance of Aztec rain gods or whatever they're these are the kind of assemblies parents are going to go to now. But, you know, what are you going to do to fight back against? You know, we kind of talked about it in one of the points, and you can talk about this if you want. This whole sort of looking back through the lens, like, of oh, yeah. feminism sort of. Well, this is where I see, like, myself almost, where, you know, husband and wife both work feminism taught us that hey the wife should work too and then throw your kids in daycare 
then throw them into school and you work all day. So this American dream race and we just sacrifice our kids on the altar of success or this American dream. And we get all that. Great. But our kids suffer for it. And now what do people do now when they can't afford private school? They can't stay home and homeschool their kids. They both parents have to work. So they have no choice but to leave their kids in public school. But what do you do as a Christian? Like, is it a test of faith? Is like, is God saying, take them out and trust me? Like, that's a real question we got to ask ourselves, like all the single moms out there. And I can't imagine. Yeah. And I mean, this isn't a condemnation for people no, that leave their kids no. in school. It's, it's a real our, question to ask. Yeah, it is. We've backed ourselves into a corner where yes. everybody in America is completely drowning in debt. We live lives that we can't afford. So we're forced to have both parents work full time and you're at the whims of your public education. I mean, cause again, you can't afford a private education and maybe this is a topic for another day. I yeah, thought about this a while ago, like <laughs> Christian schools yeah. need to do better. Um, and we as Christians need to do better to support these places. But, you know, we've looked at Christian schools for our kids in the past and even the cheap ones, they want like five to $7,000 per year. We got four kids, like we can't afford 20 to $25,000. It doesn't matter. Like if you put your kids in a private school, that doesn't like, no, the, but it's a help. It helps. But the worldly least... influence is still in those places. Like I'm just saying from experience, a lot of the people I went to school with up until fourth grade, then I went to public, but a lot of the people in that private school are atheists, drug addicts, alcoholics. Like it is about the home. So you can't just expect a Christian school to instill all the, you know, the ways of God in them. Yeah. I mean, and this again is that bigger problem of America being a, not really a religious country anymore. And you can throw your kids in a Christian school and it doesn't do them any better necessarily, unless your home life is solid. Um, but you know, this, again, that's a topic for another day, Christian schools, you should be making this stuff free. We need to figure out a way for that. But, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Obviously, in our opinion, we homeschool our kids, and it's been tough. I mean, if you look around our house, it's it's crazy. It's computers everywhere. I mean, thankfully, I love to build computers. Um, if you like computers, let me know in the comments. I'd love to chat. But, um, yeah, it's difficult, and, you know, there's definitely been times, and I'm very fortunate to have the job that I have. It provides for us, um, and you work a little bit when you can, but definitely have to turn down a lot of opportunities that other people that are friends you know, because Nikki doesn't work full time. And, you know, in our opinion, that's the best place to be. Um, You know, we talked in the previous episode about this idea of being on a narrow path and keeping your kids in front of you and Mm -hmm. being able to watch what they do and guide them along this narrow path. You know, Jesus told us the way to life is a narrow path. Um, And if you're not careful, they can fall off that narrow path. Um, And, you know, we think for us, homeschooling was the right way to go. And, you know, fortunately, homeschooling has come a long way, but it just, this stuff is coming. You know, the Satanists are coming out of the closet. 
the socialists have already come out of the closet. Um, I don't think full-on communism is too far away from being out Mm -hmm. of the closet because socialism never works, right? They're going to try it. It's never going to work. So communism is going to be the next step. And, you know, we've become just complacent, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Uncle Sam gives us a $1,400 check to shut up and we're cool, Mm -hmm. not realizing that that $1,400 check just cost each of us like $3,200 to pay back or whatever it happens to be. Um, And the more our country drowns in debt, you know, the more we become reliant on the government to take care of us. Like Mm -hmm. this, (laughs) these people that want you to worship and dance to pagan gods and raise your kids to be Black Lives Matter activists, like they're the ones that we're going to for these checks to take care of us. Like this is what you have to put up with in order to get Mm -hmm. the government to be your sugar daddy. And, (laughs) And we get it. I mean, we we're we're just like, I mean, we're every man, every woman, like we're normal people. And we, you know, we get how tough it is, but man, you just, you can't flush your kid's future away. Mm-hmm. Um, because the stuff your kids learn now is going to be who they are. <clears throat> like yeah, their if- character is way above, you know, education and what does education mean today with all this crap being tossed in like you can't care more about their financial success in life than their character I mean as a Christian not just their character but their walk with God comes above their education I'm not going to sacrifice I'm not going to sacrifice that and yeah and this might come across as harsh I mean obviously we're pushing for homeschooling um and we don't mean to necessarily come across harsh, but no. I mean, this is religionless Christianity. I mean, we're not trying to be um, everybody's best friend. You know, <clears throat> Jesus wasn't everybody's best friend and he rocked a lot of boats. But I just think as this world gets darker, as this country gets darker, as the country continues to turn its back on God, you got to make that tough decision. And the longer you put it off, the harder that decision is going to be. And that doesn't mean for everybody, you pull your kids out of school tomorrow and homeschool them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, pray some, about it all. Like, yeah, definitely really? pray. I mean, some families might be strong enough to weather that storm and kids. I mean, every yeah. kid's different and <clears> stuff <throat> like that, but yeah, you got to be in prayer about this stuff. Cause teach your kids. If you got, if they got to stay in school, they got to see you walking with God. They need an example and you got to tell them, say, Hey, you're going into here. I don't know what to do. This is a, this is who you are. Remember who you are in Christ and you're going into a dark place and pray with your kids too. And pay attention to what they're doing. Don't like look at their assignments, talk to them about their assignments, especially if you've got middle schoolers or high school kids. Um, and if you're teachers in this environment, man, we need good godly teachers mm-hmm. to stand up and yeah. be like, I'm not mm-hmm. teaching this nonsense. I'm not. And we know we have friends who are Christians who wouldn't, yeah. I know they wouldn't. They and, would stand up against it. You know, it's tough to stand up, especially we already talked about you're backed into a corner with debt and all this stuff up to your eyeballs. You can't lose your job. But, man, the, the Christian walk is all about tough decisions. It's all about, um, you know, weighing the cost of things and trying to make the best decision to live for God in a righteous way. And we just hope that 
you know, go check this article out, talk to your family about it. If you live in California, God have mercy on you. Um, you definitely need to have talks with your family and your kids right now, but, um, we got to wrap this episode up here. Do you have any last thoughts that you want to say about this? I just look forward to discussing it in the comments and email us. And that's what this is about, this community. So give us any ideas or encouragement to other people. Yeah. Share your stories. Um, give your thoughts. Jump on that Discord, on the social media. Give your your two cents. We want to hear from you guys. We don't have all the answers, um, but... God has the answer. So be prayerful. We will be praying for you guys. Uh, We love you guys. God bless. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.